Welcome to Dating in Dubai, an expat expose on what dating really looks like for expats in the Middle East. Hosted by me, Christiana Maction, aka the Dubai Matchmaker. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Dating in Dubai and today we have our first male guest of season two and I'm so happy because not only do I cherish this person so much, I love him, my little burrito Pachirito. <laughs> Please introduce yourself and tell us what you do here, how many years in Dubai, where are you from, blah, 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 blah. Awesome. Thank you, Christiana. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. Um, so a bit about myself. My name is Peggy. I'm from London. I'm from Iranian descent. My Persian prince. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've been in Dubai for a year, so pretty fresh in the grand scheme of things. Um, COVID brought me here. Um, mm -hmm. I think very similar story to a lot of people. Came here for a few weeks, fell in love with the city, not and love, me. love. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, been here for a year and loving it. Awesome. And what are you doing here in Dubai? Tell us. So when I first moved, I was in my corporate job in mm -hmm. technology and um, I, I left that. Always wanted to do, get into the startup world and just recently joined a startup. We're still in stealth mode, so I can't okay. go too much into detail. But um, yeah, it's going well. Exciting Good. stuff. And you also, you have a product that you sell as well. Tell us about that. I do. Um, also in the health and fitness space. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, there's a supplement company called Swiss Vite, which I'm working with. Um, and we're doing vitamins, immunity boosters, making you feel good and yeah growing. sexy and yeah <laughs> let's do it well i'm so excited to have you on the podcast because usually i have a lot of females on and we talk about dating from their perspective so it's always great to get the male perspective so you've been here for a year and this is minus like the few weeks that you spent here during covid right what has been your main mode of dating in terms of are you on the dating apps or are you meeting people organically uh through friends through work tell us yeah so i am on the dating apps um have they been fruitful for me not so much um why do you think um look for me i i love to meet people spontaneously you know meeting people through friends and friends that the feeling that it's natural that mm -hmm. natural connection for me it, I still put a lot of value on that. So where do I meet people mostly now is through the fitness community. So I'm okay. really passionate about fitness, um, part of this um, boot camp called Energy Camp, and we're doing activities every day. So we have yoga, we play volleyball, we do HIIT training, we do boot camps. And guys, definitely check it out because there are so many hot men that are at Energy Camp. That hot men and hot women. <laughs> hot men and hot women. Right? I'm, so, I'm just saying mostly women listen to this pod, so I'm just throwing it <laughs> there out there go. for them. <laughs> there you go. And so... For me, meeting someone through a shared interest or a shared passion already, you've mm -hmm. got a connection, right? I always preach this 1000% because I think what's also attractive is when you're meeting somebody organically, like when it's through like an interest, like a common interest that you have or a common hobby is that 
they become instantly more attractive because they're investing in themselves. 100%. So you go, oh my gosh, wow. So they also like fitness. They're also like getting it right, getting it tight. Oh, wow. Like I want to talk to that person. And the thing with fitness is you've got so many endorphins already flying up and down, right? You're sweating together. You're achieving something together. Mm -hmm. And you have something to talk about. It's a shared goal. And then, you know, it's very simple. Like let's train together. And then you start talking from there and you get to meet them. And I think around a shared interest or hobby is is kind of for me the the ideal yeah like your main mode of how you want to meet somebody yeah so then it's so interesting that we're talking about this because i literally was with fee from the love bites podcast earlier today and she and i were having a conversation about how it used to be or i don't know if it still is but do people feel like a sense of i guess non-achievement when they meet a spouse through a dating app is it like looked down upon, do you think? In terms of... Um, like, is it embarrassing to meet somebody off a dating app? I mean, I think the statistics speak to the contrary, right? Yeah. I think what Tinder's been around for over 10 years now yeah. and there's X million amount of Tinder. I don't know if it's in the millions now, but yeah. so many uh, Tinder babies now, right? Yeah. So I think it's becoming more and more ubiquitous and mm-hmm. it's becoming more and more, um, I guess, normalized. Um, whatever stigma is around that, I think is on the trend down, right? Yeah. Um, so for me personally, um, I think I can count on my number of hands how many people I know who've met through apps and have are still in a relationship. Yeah, I went uh, to a wedding last October and they met did? on Tinder. Wow. And uh, wow. yeah, I helped her with her Tinder profile and boom. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> yeah, but this was years ago before I even had dating in Dubai or being a matchmaker. It was just for That's fun. hilarious. So was, yeah. they, they must be like early adopters of the Tinder. Um, I think so. No, I think their relationship went pretty quickly because, I mean, gosh, they're going to have a baby now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine that. Person. Imagine being mm-hmm. born. Like, how did your parents meet? Um, on tinder but that's going to be so normal right i i think that it has become especially with the pandemic i think that it forced a lot of people onto the dating apps because it was basically the only way that you could quote unquote humanly connect with somebody if you were locked up locked down you know in the lockdown not locked up in jail (laughs) right but um okay so you like meeting people in person at the gym in fitness have you had any success with anybody here in Dubai? Have you started any relationships? Tell us. Um, have I started any relationships? No. Have I met really cool people that I get on really well with and spend a lot of time with? Yes, absolutely. And I would say they're among my closest friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we hang out on the weekends together. We work out together and kind of built my home, if you like, mm-hmm. here through that. You know, that's so interesting you said that. And I'm so happy that you mentioned Energy Camp because Sina is a mutual friend of ours. And I absolutely love it because, gosh, I think I've only been like once or twice. But literally when I met, when I went, I met some of the coolest girls that literally I still talk to today. Like I still hang out with two of the girls. I'm always chatting them up. I see them around. I go, hey, that's hey awesome. how are you? So um, I, I love that as an outlet. And like you said, you're also investing in yourself. You're building yourself up. And yeah. I always tell people to not go out with the, I guess, main goal of meeting a partner. Rather, go out or do things that invest in yourself and elevate yourself. And then you're kind of putting yourself in a position to attract that ideal partner. 
100% couldn't agree more, right?、Mm-hmm. You invest in yourself, you love yourself, you put yourself first, and then、mm-hmm. naturally, the universe will put you in front of the people that are right for you, right?、Yeah. If you're living to your highest value and、mm-hmm. your things that are important to you, then whatever's being attracted to you is right. Correct. I agree with you. So, have you been on any dating app dates?、Um, I tell you what, when I travel, I、mm-hmm. like to use the apps more, right? So, I think that's a different. Oh my gosh, I'm、different... so happy that you brought this up. <laughs> I'm so happy you brought this up because obviously, like Dubai, like people, like there's lots of visitors that come to Dubai, and I get so many women that say, I will not go on a date with someone if they're living in Dubai, meaning the girls living here in Dubai. I will not go on a date some, with somebody who's just visiting here. Interesting. I have the opposite、um, idea on that, but continue. So you go travel and then you use the dating apps, and what happens? Interesting. So for me, when I'm traveling, it's all about exploring, being super curious. I would say、mm-hmm. curiosity is like my number, one of my number one values, especially when I'm traveling. I want to learn, and what better way to do that than through the local people, right?、Mm-hmm. And, The dating apps just gives you a portal into the the local communities. Yeah. And so for me, I'm more active on the dating apps when I'm traveling, especially if I'm traveling alone. Then、mm-hmm. I'm looking for some company, people to spend days with, do adventures with, etc., and get to know the people. To your point, though, I think it really depends on your mindset. Mm-hmm. If you have more of like a global mindset or a local mindset, right? So、mm-hmm. if you're interested in meeting people internationally and are bouncing between different cities and around the world, are always on the move, then you're going to be more attracted to the people who are stopping by in Dubai for a week and、mm-hmm. meeting with them because that's the kind of partner you're looking for. On the contrary, if you're more of a local mindset and you know you're stable in your base and you're n- Maybe your job and your personal situation is more local.、Yeah. You won't be looking for these kind of people, right? And you could be like, "You're stopping by? Nah, I ain't got time for you, right?" Um, yeah. So my, I guess, idea on this, like when I, like when I was on the apps and was、uh, looking, not looking for a partner, but more seeking opportunities, I'd say, ha ha ha. Anyway, I was actually more attracted to people who were visiting. Okay. And I think it's also because I'm in the mindset of I'm building something right now, like I'm building my company, my empire, domination, world domination. Yeah, baby. And um, <laughs> and I kind of felt like the only capacity that, or the only way somebody could fit into my life was if it was a fling. And I, yeah, I mean, I actually valued that they were only going to be here for a week or ten days max. As I, I met one of the guys, and then you kind of play house for ten days, and then. Bye. See you. Never. <laughs> well, well, you, is, yeah, well, you never know, right?、Like、you never know. You never know. Like you、mm-hmm. could, you know, life could take you to New York. He could be from New York,、yep. and then three years later, you connect again and you settle Definitely. down. Like the universe works in funny ways. By the way, like I, I totally agree with you. And like, what got me here is I met my former partner when he was on a business trip in New York, and he lived in the UAE, and we just were like, boom, let's do it. Let's. See where it goes, and it took us obviously to different places. I mean, and look、here. where you are now, right? Look where I am. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting because we were also talking about expectations in dating, right? And I think this really ties into what you're saying about like having like that local mindset, that global mindset. I think that when you put a high expectation on dates, like when you go into a date and you have a very high expectation, 
more than likely you will be let down. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I always say have your high standards and zero expectations. Go in open-minded. Make a connection with this person, whether that's going to be a friendship, a business relationship, or a romantic relationship. 100%. And I think one of the challenges with dating apps is that you're just presented with, you know, X amount of data. And the mind is you know it works with heuristics right it's just doing shortcuts and Mm -hmm. it's quickly trying to jump to some kind of conclusion do i trust this person do i like this person right and these are the two things which immediately our brain tries to compute and with that limited information back and forth of text maybe some voice notes some pictures it's hard to kind of form that conclusion so Mm -hmm. i think you have that qualification and before you go to the date, but then going on the date, you know, equally you want to be as open-minded as possible, but it's easier said than done, right? The human mm-hmm. brain doesn't really work like that, right? I don't know. You you know they're in investment banking or they studied <laughs> at Harvard Thank or <laughs> they're a model or yeah. they're an ex-athlete. There's certain information and kind of baggage which comes with these titles and i agree with you but it's like let's be as open as possible and just treat us as a clean slate so then when you're on the dating apps like what are you for people who are on dating apps what are you attracted to in a profile (laughs) so for me um bikini photos (laughs) <laughs> that helps <laughs> so that's a funny one actually like oh yeah wait so tell me you're actually give me your perspective are you a yay or nay on the bikini photos <laughs> um i think mm, depends on the bikini photo photo right <laughs> there, there's there's okay. a there's a lot of variety in, okay. in types of bikini photos yeah um for me um something to do with fitness or adventure some mm-hmm. some active something active is important. a common commonality mm-hmm. yeah so for me the interest would be so some if someone's active or related to health and wellness mm-hmm. that's a, a tick for example yeah. um i think basics of like high quality pictures right you want mm-hmm. to have a good understanding good quality pictures um something social you know that they're yeah you have friends (laughs) you have friends you're not a loner yeah Uh, and yeah i think consistency as well across Mm -hmm. the pictures Mm -hmm. um and you know like not wearing shades or um like strange angles because it's like or, what are you, or, what are you trying like, to hide like the up angle like from like yeah 10 feet above you, you know it's like what are you down. trying to hide yeah that's interesting so, that you say the consistency in the photos definitely. um because yeah i haven't heard it put it put it put that way before but i like that yeah. because <laughs> gosh like it's funny like from the female perspective and when you go on and you're talking about high quality photos if I see a photo that isn't high quality i know that this photo is from 5 years or plus ago and I don't trust that. 100%. Because what do you look like now? Literally. Tell me what you look like now. I want the real-time version, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, let's talk about real-time version. When you get off the dating app, right? So do you ask them for their Instagram or for their phone number? I am a bit of an Instagram sucker, so oh, I, yeah. That's I, the I, worst. I'll go Instagram because nowadays, 
I mean, I'm, Instagram is so ubiquitous. Is it like your resume? It's literally, it's <laughs> like your social resume these days, isn't oh it? Oh my god! I'm sorry to say, funny. but... I mean, no, it's, it is what it is. So. Having said that, I really admire my roommate. She's probably the only person I know who isn't oh, on Instagram. Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> you know what I'm talking bear. about? Yes, yeah. I love her, I love her. And she has the most incredible dating life. Yes. She has the most incredible dating life. I'm fortunate to, to live with her. On her you need to have her on here. Yeah. Yeah, her and the other one too. <laughs> yeah. Have them both on. <laughs> Force them on. And so she's not on Instagram, but she has mm-hmm. the most incredible dating life. She's and super- she has the most like amazing travel life, work life. Like she's she's killing awesome. it. She's yeah. killing it. And she's all on WhatsApp, right? All mm-hmm. on WhatsApp and face to face. And she calls. I remember last summer she would, you know, we'd be speaking on the phone a lot. And I'm not used to speaking for like hours on the phone, but Man. because she's not as micro connected on instagram wow. she has more in-depth conversations on the phone and <gasps> facetime I with about this. with all our people and it's like well that's what people used to do like oh my gosh peggy you are like bringing this up like in my brain just like exploded my brain because it's so funny when you are on instagram and you watch people's stories you see what they post blah 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 it's kind of like you're keeping up with their life 100%. so you don't feel like you need to connect with them unless like tap double tapping a photo liking their story where it kind of like eliminates that deep connection with somebody or that need to have a phone call because you've already seen it all on instagram it's so true it's wow, so true that's cool you know and you know we we see our friends after what six months three months and we've almost we almost don't feel the need to catch up as much because yeah we've been living the life kind of vicariously through them yeah. um which it's kind of sad because I, I like to, I don't <laughs> yeah. like that. I like to challenge that and go deep and really mm-hmm. see what's going on in my friend's life. But it kind of acts as a cover, doesn't it? Okay. So then you ask for their Instagram and then what pushes you to ask them on a date or what pushes you to block them? <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're doing a full on Instagram audit now, aren't we? Let's do it. Okay. So uh, how far back do you go? Do you go to 2017? Like Instagram what are you audit. doing? <laughs> Oof. Or you just look at like the grid, the first nine in the grid. I'm giving away a lot of secrets. You here. should be. This, this is why we have you here. This should be a gated content. You should put this out for free. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I look at? Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind is mutual connections. So. Oh, okay. hundred percent. Yeah. Like. And who, then you're wondering, oh my gosh, did my friend date her too? Is that what you're thinking? That potentially, but okay. like the main thing that comes to mind is um yeah is she in any of the circles or Hmm. you know who is she connected with like you know which part of the dubai society is she connected with right so and usually by the mutual connections you can get a feel for kind of the type of person (laughs) Uh, (laughs) without going into too much detail okay um and then, yeah, then just the pictures, really. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what is she into? Is it more travel pictures? Is it is it more business orientated, for mm-hmm. example? Mm-hmm. Like, let me flip the script. Like, yeah. what do you think people people think when they see your profile, for example? Are they like are they like scared off? Are they like, yeah. oh, how do I? What do I do here? I would imagine <laughs> that somebody looks at my profile and goes, "Hell nah." <laughs> Well, it's funny because I actually had a conversation that came out today. Well, it would be like a couple of weeks when you're listening to this now um, with with that Dubai girls, Kirsty. 
and she said that people judge me off of my Instagram where like I've created like this character that is that Dubai girl and this and that and then people have this uh, perception of who I am then when they meet me in person they're like oh you're so different Mm. and like I'm like super silly on my Instagram I like talk a lot of crap about things and like I'm just fun with it but um yeah I could see how that could be a turn on or turn off for somebody turn on if you're into somebody who's like really driven into their into their business ambitious there you go turn off for somebody who maybe rather be more private there you go and i think that the person who is going to be with me or that i would choose to be with is going to be somebody who is supportive of anything and everything i do so i kind of am glad that yeah check out my instagram and if i scare you away good because then i don't waste any time getting on that date authenticity right yeah Mm -hmm. i mean if if it's uh that is who you are and if you're not aligned with that then clearly you know, there's, there's a mismatch. Yeah. 100%. So tell me, have you ever been on a date and mm-hmm. they've already seen your Instagram and yes. they've already kind of come with some kind of yes. predetermined kind of view on how you're going to be like? like 1000%. How do you manage that? Um, I had a guy once. This is more recently, I would say like six months ago. Uh, we went on a date and I got he didn't say anything before the date. Uh, we got to do because obviously I have, I have a unique name, Christiana. Like there aren't many right. other Christianas here in Dubai in the world. And um, sat down and he tried to play it cool. Then he was like, you know, I looked you up on Instagram. And I go, oh, OK. Oh, and like I just left it at that. Well, he wanted to go deeper and go more. And he was asking me about my business. I love talking about my business. So I was fine with it. Talking about matchmaking, blah, 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 dating, coaching, all of this. And um, after like a few wines and like we were talking about other things. And then towards the end of the date. He literally asked me, he goes, so what are my red flags? What am I doing wrong? And I was like, oh, you wanted a free coaching session? (laughs) Well, actually, that's chargeable. So I'll send you my invoice. Yeah, I was like, okay. But um, I have had guys that it hasn't worked out. And they find out about more about my business, like on the actual date. And then afterwards, they'll ask me, what did I do wrong? And they want they want honest feedback and advice. And I tell them, like, are you sure? (laughs) Because I try to prep them before I say anything. And I go, "Okay, well, and I'll just give it to them straight because I don't think anybody else is going to help them. There you go. Wow. Yeah. So I I help a few guys out. They might cry in between, but ultimately they'll feel better about it and hopefully change. changing the landscape of dubai by exactly. one by one date by date i know gosh but no i'm no longer on the dating apps okay but i wasn't on the in the past year in 2022 i wasn't on the dating apps dating for myself i was more doing a market it research was more, uh, and research like, and development right? yeah exactly <laughs> and like recruiting clients recruiting members I'm no longer on dating apps because I've been banned from every dating app wow. now because I'm a matchmaker. <laughs> every single one, even like the like the more niche single, ones like Raya, Inner Circle. Every single one. Wow. Um, I got on Inner Circle recently, but I don't think it's kind of not that good. So, yeah, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to you. <laughs> So you're on the Instagram. You say, okay, this girl likes fitness. Okay, her photo, she looks the same in all these photos. What if you see her Instagram and she hasn't posted in two years? No. Do you automatically not talk to her? Or what do you do? Um, I would ask her, why not? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but for me, that would... If she's giving me my her Instagram and there's nothing on there, then there's a bit of a red flag. There's a bit of a discrepancy. So mm. I'm pretty cautious because I know there's a lot of fakes and a lot of... 
you know i didn't think about this yes like especially nowadays there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot of crap you need to filter through right so you need to be careful you know is this genuinely the right person you don't want no catfish right so yeah um getting pretty quick at qualifying and filtering it becomes important okay yeah so let's say you you like the look of their page are you asking them out on instagram or are you asking them for their whatsapp um i like to keep it in the dms okay Uh, why yeah tell us um just just easier i think when it gets to whatsapp um unless i've really met someone for me Mm. whatsapp is is more personal so interesting unless i'm really in a conversation like in physically with that person and they're my friends yeah um would i speak to them on whatsapp otherwise it stays in the dms yeah that's funny because I'm, I'm the opposite i oh, only yeah. give you my whatsapp i don't give you my instagram um but i guess like that's like in the past like, i haven't dated on a dating app in a long time but um i don't save you in my phone until i find you valid Oof. like i just have like i have a graveyard of numbers in my phone untitled <laughs> Should pull them into your CRM system. I know. I, I actually <laughs> don't tell them the secret sauce. <laughs> too okay. much info. Yeah, too much. Info. Um. So you like this person? Where's your first date? Oof. It really depends on the type of person, but mm-hmm. I think a nice dinner. Um, Good. Somewhere D I F C. I've been watching your content. Okay, <laughs> he came on here prepared, uh, ladies. I've done my he's, homework. He's gonna take you for a coffee. <laughs> Don't listen to him. No, 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 no. What's the, what's the other one? A ten minute. A walk, yeah, a walk. ten minute stroll around the around the park. <laughs> let's meet at the beach. <laughs> yeah, let's let's. <laughs> no, no sunset walks either. No sunset walks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Wine at my place first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Netflix and chill. Yeah, go for the kill on the first uh, on the first night. A nice dinner, um, or like a shared activity that that you both into. You know. And have you? You said you have or have not had any luck with finding a romantic connection here. At the moment, no. I've been traveling a lot. Yeah. um, So to be continued season yeah. three <laughs> well yeah we'll take you on for a part two when yeah, you find that we'll partner <laughs> we'll do it before and after right <laughs> well you know what's funny it's actually so now we're in season two i have four people who came on season one that are now in relationships either and they were on here in season one talking about their love life and maybe i dropped like some knowledge some advice and they either That's took it ran awesome. with it and now they're in relationships that is so cool yeah we wow. have uh yeah sophie is on my friend hannah she's gonna come back on because she did like a little trick that i told her to do and she did it and now she's in a happy loving relationship it's hilarious tricks. yeah that is so good you should be so I proud of yourself it. i love love so honestly much. that is awesome <laughs> so let's do this Okay. Have you been on a worst date here in Dubai? Worst date in Dubai? No. no Have you... Okay, so then let's back it up. London. What would you say the difference is, the London dating scene and the Dubai dating scene? (sighs) London. See, London, I was only there for a short time and it was during COVID. So it was a very peculiar time. time. You Mm -hmm. know, people just came out of lockdown and it was... It was. I remember going on a few dates in between the lockdowns during London, um, mm-hmm. London 2020, and it was just people were just relieved to like have some human connection. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was so surreal. It was just like yeah. just a yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't anything more than that. It was just let's just go out for dinner and just enjoy 
a stranger's company in a mm-hmm. safe environment outside of our own homes right so it was it was pretty uh it was a pretty unique experience yeah yeah okay um would you say there's a difference between london women and dubai women oof good question i think both cities are very international mm-hmm. um i think obviously the difference here is that everyone is well 95% of the people are expats so yeah. everyone is here with some kind of intentional purpose they didn't very yes agreed you know mm-hmm. not many people actually dubai born and bred right so mm-hmm. i think with that comes a different kind of energy with the people you meet here what i love about people i meet in dubai is there's this shared um drive and yes. like passion for whatever they're into right mm-hmm. it could be art it can be music it can be fitness it can be finance it can be mm-hmm. technology they're just super driven and focused and i think that's that's beautiful like that that aligns with you know one of my what values doing, right yeah. not to say that you don't have these people in london but in london i feel that people are still more on the hamster wheel they yeah. tend to be in more like old conventional ways um and the work-life balance maybe isn't as established there i mean living right mm-hmm. next to a beach helps a lot yeah it, it definitely <laughs> it, it enhances your yeah your whole quality of life period 100%. period and i think living in dubai what's so great about it is that there are so many different opportunities and you can make dubai whatever you want it to be 100 super party place super luxe place super fitness place super healthy whatever you want and you can change it up from day to day what you want your you dubai can literally to be. create your own reality here right hashtag they say my dubai. hashtag my dubai you <laughs> took the words from my mouth 100 yeah um I okay that. i have a question for you Shoot. as as a man as a man here in dubai well firstly Paddy, did you share how old you are i did not is that a yeah share it. is that a no, just share it. Compulsory question. Yeah, how old are you, Pat? <laughs> Actually, this is a topic in itself. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Age. Age. So, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. <laughs> I am 28. Okay, 28. As a 28-year-old male Persian prince here in Dubai, um, what is your opinion or do you find it or do you treat somebody differently if you are romantic with them on the first date? Do I treat them differently if I'm or, romantic? Yeah, meaning that? like after you're romantic with this person, mm-hmm. um, on the first date, do you think, okay, I'll never see them again? Or does that excite you? No, I, I don't really understand where this narrative comes from. Okay. Um, I've heard this narrative before mm-hmm. that, oh, um, so you're to romantic. Wait, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, exactly. So there needs to be like free dates before mm-hmm. you're romantic with them. I mean, as the expert in this field yeah. educate me what is there <laughs> is there a science behind how this works in terms of human psychology so, or <laughs> i need to think do i stick to my brand or do i stick to <laughs> i would say that if you are seeking a long-term commitment from somebody most experts say to wait until you get that long-term commitment before being romantic with somebody I will say in my past personal experience, most of the long-term relationships I've had have started from a first date romantic time. Okay, so your personal experience is contrary to expert (laughs) expert advice. (laughs) 
Yes, but um, as of late, I will say that I'm practicing expert advice, and I'll dial back in and tell you how it goes. Interesting, interesting. Okay, no, please do keep us informed. <laughs> I will. <laughs> how your A/B test is uh, <laughs> is performing? I guess, like, D- does your opinion change of that person? No, not at all. I don't think yeah. my opinion changes. I think it's uh, it's it's. I think the commitment thing. When you say commitment, are you mm-hmm. saying like, okay, we are going to be exclusive partners for, you know, we are now officially together, and then that unlocks romantic intimacy. That's what some people say to do. Yes. Interesting. No, I don't think I agree with that. I think that's just putting a lot of rules and making mm-hmm. something which is very organic, and uh, driven by love, which is a feeling, mm-hmm. and you're kind of putting boundaries around that i think communication for me is one of my highest values and as long as you're in communication with each other around your intentions i think that suffices but then putting hard and fast rules around what is or is not appropriate in terms of the build-up of your relationship Mm -hmm. just yeah it even complicates things because it's like oh we we didn't adhere by the uh by the rule book (laughs) and therefore we are now not set up for success yeah i think everyone defines success differently in the relationship Correct. and um i think it's a mutual negotiation or communication between two parties of, of how are you making it sound really formal here but uh, no no you... no i i agree with you because i listened to this one podcast and i so th- there are two people from new york and honestly being a native new yorker i love everything that they say because i think it's like so true to this age era of dating and um, they say that every time you meet somebody, it's almost like you're bringing more, um, ter- you're adding more terms to the contract because you're getting to know them, mm. right? So it's kind of like, I like oh, that analogy. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're bringing more terms to the contract. You go, oh, well, I see that they like this. So then I'm going to be interested in this or I'm going to do more of this because I actually like somebody and da, 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 da. And it just keeps getting longer and longer, this quote unquote contract that you have with them obviously it's not written down in the beginning but yeah you think about it that way and so to build on that i guess the romantic intimacy part would form one of the clauses in that contract yeah Mm -hmm. right so it's something which equally needs to be discovered before you sign the contract (laughs) which aka is a commitment (laughs) yeah i mean listen i i know that people like i put on my instagram things about like rules and stuff like that but i would say I like agreements or suggestions more because you can't write like any relationship that you write. If it works for the two or three or four or five of you, then it works works for you. Okay. I have a question. Um, What is your opinion on dating multiple people? What do you define as dating multiple people? And yeah. Personally, no, but I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people who, are fully able to do that yeah um with no issue but personally i i like to go (laughs) deep in terms of my Mm -hmm. uh interaction i like to give 100 percent, and i don't think you can give 100 percent simultaneously Mm -hmm. to multiple people okay love it you hear it first from a 28 year old person (laughs) prince (laughs) okay and um i guess then that x nay is my next question about your opinion on the big maybe big maybe yeah have you ever heard of this 
Okay, so experts might say. <laughs> can can we please like okay after this you need to tell me who these experts are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there I'll a special the book. book or yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. or something book. I'm missing out? <laughs> like, what is the source of this wisdom? <laughs> well, actually, here I'll I'll explain to you this one. So one of my partners, Patty Stanger, CEO of Millionaires Club, she had she created a book or she wrote a book years and years ago. And in it, she says you should always have three men in your life, right? The guy you really like, the big maybe, so someone who you're like, mm, maybe I like this guy, and your male best friend. And you should be rotating these three men so then you're not giving uh, most of your time to the guy you really like. And it's good if the guy that you really like smells another guy around you, they either fight or flight. Oof, that's pretty... That's pretty advanced model they've created yeah, there. Wow, how does one even it. how does one even come up with this model? Is um, that from personal many, experience? I think many years of experience, experience. and knowing men, because like obviously, like she ha has thirty plus years of matchmaking experience. Wow. She's worked with, gosh, hundreds of married couples, thousands, uh, thousands of happy couples, and yeah, she works with mainly men, and she sees the psychology behind it and everything. Wow, my mind's blown. Okay, now. That's insane. So wait, uh -huh. sorry, question. Does that work on the flip side? So does that equally work for... Guys? Guys. Like, do guys have to do that as well? Have free I would... I, I tell everybody that if you're on a first date or a second date, like, if you're in the early stages of getting to know somebody, you should be... You should assume that they're also in the early stages of getting to know other people. Right. And I think, like, that's only healthy to have that um, knowledge, but then to also be acting it acting on it yourself right but then the question is where's the inflection point where mm -hmm. you stop giving energy to other prospects yeah and then you kind of allocate more of your attention on that the, the one if you like yeah so i would say then that needs to be a mutual conversation and sometimes it's not a sexy conversation it's right. just adult conversation hey i really like you i want to see where this goes i i want to stop seeing other people what's your opinion Oof, I like that. And then if they're like, oh, 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 no problem. My standard is that I want that from you. But if you cannot meet that right now, that's fine. I think that we should take a break. Christiana Jorfman bombs, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That was awesome. I Just like take that. a break from it. Yeah. Because also, it's kind of like you laid your cards on the table. Mm. And, and I've done this in You're the past. Just being transparent. Yeah. And you lay your cards on the table and or the ball and the person either plays with the ball or he gets off the court. There you go. And I think, though, like once you kind of like establish that standard and let's say they're not ready to meet that standard, I don't think you keep, quote unquote, paying them their salary if they don't meet that standard. You you move on. Yeah, I yeah, would. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm harsh. I'm very black and white. So it's really hard to have a gray with me. I mean, it's you've simplified an extremely con complex <laughs> uh um, I'm like, is this phenomena. a set? It's four sentences. You either get it or you don't. Move yeah, on. Move on. <laughs> I'm also like a massive blocker. What's your opinion on the block? The block? Blocking somebody. Like, like, oh, as in uh, on the WhatsApp. Uh, like, like, I blocked your number. I mean, for me, the block only occurs if there's been some kind of uh, like extreme aggression or mm -hmm. distasteful, you know, comments. It's okay. very. It's hard for you to block somebody. I mean, it's not hard for me, but I'm fortunate enough to have not been in that many situations where I've had to block people. Yeah, um, I, I just like it as a final 
karate chop. Right. We're done. Okay. It's just you. No you like more. you like clarity in your inbox. I do. I love it, and that's what I'm saying. Like the black and white, and like if you're still a number in my phone, I probably don't value you yet. <laughs> I can just imagine you waking up like morning routine, like going through your contacts, like Blocks. block. <laughs> Literally. I love it. I love it actually. But um, okay, what's your opinion on having a maybe, which is a I'll call it a friends plus, and I'm sure you can gather what that means. A friends with benefits. Yeah. Um, I think it depends what stage in your life you're in. I mm-hmm. think if you're in a stage of your life where you're looking to settle down and really find your life partner, then I don't think that's appropriate. But if yeah. I f- reflect back to you know in my early 20s then yeah absolutely it's uh it's human a, need. a human need and it's uh <laughs> it's a mutual uh mutual beneficial arrangement yeah um but yeah if, if you're in the stage of your life when you're really looking to settle down and have kids and if you're into marriage and getting married then i think you're just wasting your time if you're if you're doing that mm-hmm. yeah okay what's your opinion on um a slow burn or fireworks? There's so many buzzwords being thrown out. <laughs> slow Throwing burn. Them at what you. is a slow burn? Okay, so sorry. Do you believe in a relationship that can start as a friendship and it's like a slow burn that grows into like a love for a person that becomes romantic and I don't know, a committed relationship? Or do you believe that it has to be like, fireworks when you meet that person and the only avenue you took was a romantic connection with this person. understood the question now mm-hmm. yeah um so i mean if i think back to my parents they yeah. um they they were friends first right they uh my mom was working in the coffee shop and my dad mm-hmm. um started uh going there and helping her out you know she was working by herself he they picked up the croissants uh, from the local <laughs> shop together and filled up the truck and you know he was there in the in in her life and they had a fantastic friendship and um over time they grew closer and closer together and then they're now married for 30 years so i think the intimate um when i say intimate i mean from a friendship perspective Mm -hmm. having that foundation is is super important right because you clearly have shared interests shared values um and you've you've built a strong foundation and then that if that evolves into romantic um then then brilliant to the contrary um i don't think the other way is wrong Mm -hmm. um i think it's just a different trajectory um and the the requirement for having them conversations that you do as a friend are you getting to know each other more on a deeper level on an emotional level mental level spiritual level becomes very important otherwise it's just two bodies spending time together and and making love which Mm -hmm. doesn't have any foundation for longevity in my opinion okay and this is like my last heavy-hitting question i promise you (laughs) we brought up age before yes let's talk about is age just a number age i believe strongly is just a number (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, tell us why you prefer older, younger, wow. I mean, look, for me, in my life experience, um, I have friends from all ages, from 18 all the way up to 65, without any joke. But if I take, you know, between, let's say, 20 and 45, like I have good friends in that range. And 
honestly, I don't view them differently based on their age. I think people can accumulate experiences and mm -hmm. the richness of experiences aren't measured by the number of years. I strongly yeah. believe that. Um, and so equally, I don't think the relationship should be bound by specific age, older or younger. Obviously, you bring in the complexity of, you know, the body clock in yeah in uh, you know um which may add an added layer of complexity which needs to be navigated but for me it's it's not a deal breaker no so do you prefer to date women that are older is that what you're trying to tell us <laughs> i my previous experience has been mostly with pe uh, people who have been older mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that my life partner won't be yeah. younger so i'm open awesome. <laughs> i don't like to restrict myself yeah i love that <laughs> i think that you're so right in terms of age is a number i think um a lot of people have or i mean i guess science tell us tells us that men mature slower than women but i think when you have a lot of experiences in your life like you said that accelerates the process 100 percent. and there's a lot of like i think everybody's individual and there are so many like blanket statements, blanket kind of ideals or prejudices that we put on certain things, whether that's age, nationality, gender, that um, I think a lot of people start putting other people in boxes without really exploring who that individual person is. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> drop us some advice for singletons here in Dubai. Drop you some advice. Um dating in dubai yeah advice. i would say just get out there find what your passion is there's so many communities out in dubai yes um revolved around so many different passions right mm -hmm. again from fitness to art to music to sport sport from so many things dubai mm -hmm. is a, an incredible playground and get involved go out there show up every single day be your authentic self and things will fall in place you'll find uh you'll you'll meet people right and i think going out with the goal of maybe just meeting new people not agreed. meeting the love of my life agreed it alleviates that pressure and like instead of you having your head on the swivel looking 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 because i mean desperation reeks let's be honest go in there for yourself i agree i 100 percent mm -hmm. agree i think that applies to any any area of life right yeah you know Definitely. Uh, so, Peggy, where can we find you on socials? Do you want to drop us? Slide into his DMs. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. So, socials. My Instagram yeah, is xpeggy. So, X P E J I. And I guess that's it. Do you want my yeah. LinkedIn or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll link it up for the episode. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you so much and for really being so open about the male perspective and dating here in You're Dubai. You're more than welcome. We appreciate it. Totes appreciate you. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Dating in Dubai. And if you are still looking for solutions in your love life, please visit us at www.christianamaction.com. We are in partnership with Millionaires Club. Yes, that is the Miss Patty Stanger and Sync Matchmaking, helping you find your ideal partner either in Dubai or globally.
Follow us on socials at christiana.maction.matchmaker, and we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of Dating in Dubai.